What is up, everyone? I'm Michael Jewell, and welcome back to Theater Greater Than Film, the show where we watch a movie, very unprofessionally critique that movie, and then try and do some improv to one-up said precious little movie. Trust me, I promise you, we will fail every single time. Before we get started, allow me to welcome my amazing partners in Yes Anding, the way cuter than little alien teddy bears, Miss Keisha Mills. Yeah, you heard it right. It's Keisha in the building. And of course, the empirical Virginia Gabby. Hello. I'm gonna talk like this for this one. Oh gosh. And today we have something extremely special for you because we have our very first guest. Pew, 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 pew. Womp, 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 womp. In honor of us finishing up the original Star Wars saga, I brought out my very good friend and true OG Star Wars fanatic, a Mr. Tony Gonzalez. Hi everybody, I'm not an improv person, so I'm just gonna say hello in a normal way, hi. <laughs> Okay. Uh, normal to you? That was, that's, that was. <laughs> touche, touche. That is, that is our normal. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, on top of being a genuine Lucasophile, he's also a UT professor and one of the coolest guys to ever rock a Return of the Jedi badge on his chest. Tell me, Tony, tell the audience, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, so my name is Tony Gonzalez. I'm a professor at UT. I teach plant genetics and I run a plant genetics research lab. That's my day job, but, uh, uh, what I r really like, <laughs> besides my genetics, is Star Wars. It's uh, been kind of at front and center of every major life decision I think I've ever made. Ah. <laughs> it's provided me. It's provided me my moral compass. That's why so That's many real. I think people uh, uh, like it a lot. It's kind of a, a source of comfort, source of inspiration, source of happiness, and like I said, kind of just classic morality tale. Okay, uh, well kind of that's stuff. been that's our it. show. That, that's our show because <laughs> I definitely don't want to ruin all of those things for you. In the Are next we gonna? Hour. Ruin your life? <laughs> no, I'm used to it. You can't ruin your life. You have no idea yeah. how how big that fandom is. It's just yeah, kind yeah. of uh, like they said. There's more of us. And, uh, My so first note uh, when we first watched this was Tony seems like a nice guy. I hope he doesn't hate me. And again, <laughs> hope you don't like me. <laughs> Yeah, no, you don't know me very well, so I'll tell you right up front. It is impossible to hurt my feet. I just, you're not, you're not going to do it. Don't worry about it. I have very thick skin, and I appreciate a good ribbing like everyone else. I can, challenge, I can take as well as I can. Yeah, just, challenge yeah, I'm accepted. laying down the gauntlet right now. Do your Challenge best. accepted. <laughs> now, uh, that's awesome. And that's kind of why we brought him on. Uh, I just real quick before we jump in, I met Tony about a year ago. We talked a ton. We hung out. We had wine, and we talked about, we had wine and dominoes if i recall correctly and we we talked star wars <laughs> till the wee hours and i was like oh my god this guy's you know just so knowledgeable so funny so good and so enthusiastic i thought uh when we started this podcast and we started talking about hey maybe we should do some guests i first thought in my mind was bring tony in because i know a he's gonna have something good to say about it and b uh it gives me the opportunity to do my best to destroy it so that's what we're gonna do now i'm just like so uh, go what ahead, if what if at the end of this keisha you and i become star Wars lovers like Tony pumps us up so much we're, we're like I have to watch it again I need the shirt I need the toys um I, I, we, I hope we get there I, I want to love it 
I've been trying, but I will say I like this one the best. So okay, before we before we talk about the movie, let's jump in really quick. Tony, since you're our guest, since you're here, uh, and I love your story. We talked a little bit while we watched the movie. Uh, but first, tell us a little bit. Tell the audience about the first time you saw the movie. What you know? I, not only do we have you know the benefit of having you here, but you were one of those opening day guys. You know, uh, full garb and everything. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But I was only nine years old in uh, 1983 <laughs> when. March 25th, if I remember correctly, and I think I had my memory corroborated just recently by another longtime Star Wars friend, who I saw the movie with. It was, uh, I, I remember it was like the last day of school. We got out half day. I get kind of taken over to my friend's house, and I'm waiting there with my friend for his mom to get home, because they were, were going to take it to Star Wars, and we were just bursting out of our skins excited. We go to the theater. There's like this huge line in the theater, but I don't know. Somebody back then must have been really progressive thinking, because I remember running right up to the front, and like we had our tickets already, and like yeah. I'm running into people in line, like my cousin, like, ah, suckers, and, you know, and, and, you know, I remember this all of a sudden, like it was raining or it had been raining because people were kind of miserable outside. It's like hot and rainy and humid. That's Brownsville for you where I grew up in South Texas. And we went right in and there's like all the merchandising is there because back in the day, all the theaters turned into big merchandising shops and bought our stuff. And I, to this day, I have some of the merchandising I bought at that theater and, and we watched it. And so I've remembered this story forever. And I just recently was hanging out with that very friend who I went with. And I, wow. I said, okay, I'm going to tell you the story. You tell me if I'm totally making it up. <laughs> and he was like, no, that's exactly how I remember it. Like, we went to my oh, house. Wow. We got, it was the 80s. So, like, two nine-year-olds just get dropped off at the movies. And mom was like, all right, I'll pick you up in three hours. And we were just there by ourselves, like, watching Star Wars and buying merch and, and hanging out at the theater. And, and that was that was the experience. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't think I could ever, I, I love Star Wars. I don't think I could claim that experience at all. I'm sure I watched it on VHS the first time, like, barely watching it, but like an eight-year-old who's just running around like a, like a crazy person <laughs> and paying attention to just the little teddy bears. So that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so with this rewatch, did you, by the way, did you have a chance to listen to the first two episodes that we did of Star Wars or any of the stuff we talked about? I did. previous episodes? I did. Okay. Yes. Uh -oh. Whoops. Oh, yes. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> so what <laughs> no. what were your, what were your thoughts on our first couple episodes of this? That's a good question. I wish I thought a little bit about this. I think I was having a lot of thoughts about <laughs> and it was it was uh but it was fun. It was very unique to kind of listen to people who had like never seen it or if they had just like as a one off years ago and just listen to that perspective. It was kind of very informative. I obviously think about Star Wars a lot, but I never it's always like listening to a podcast or something with a bunch of Star Wars nerds and I've never kind of really had that experience at least not in recent memory, where you get to hear people's impressions. And there were so many things. I was just like screaming the whole time in a good way. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I wanted to clarify so many things for you. I'm like, somebody oh, yeah. needs to explain Star Wars to these people. And you were doing your best, Michael, but you were kind of also in on the on the gag of like, you know, let's kind of let's kind of poke some fun at it. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you're right. You know, it, it, it's a it, it's a question worth asking. Like, why is this so big? Why is this a global phenomenon? Because arguably, you're right. You watch these movies for the first time now and they look kind of cheesy and, and campy and weird but it was just lightning in a bottle and the 70s yeah. coming out the 70s the 70s were a dark cynical time vietnam war civil unrest before that or during that movies were a big downer like if you think of all the movies from the 70s and yeah. the sci-fi movies were all dystopian and they weren't innovative so they're using the same horrific special effects from like back in the day 
And so then here comes Star Wars with like the big sword. The swords weren't like that at times. Swords were very minimal, right. minimalist and kind of boring and scary and whatever. So you have all these like dystopian sci-fi movies and dystynical movies in general. And then here comes Star Wars, like a breath of fresh air with all these new technologies, both from the production side, but then Lucas doing something smart and just doing classic mythology tropes. And so it's just stories that have resonated with us for thousands of years are just right. repackaged and kind of rebranded. And it yeah. struck at the right time. And everybody was looking for some hope. And here comes new hope. And so... Uh, and so I think that's why for a, a big generation of people, you know, that generation in particular, it kind of just resonated first on the scene. It was our religion. It was our morality tales. It was everything. So yeah, that's, that's why I think it's kind of a, still a big deal to this day. That's think, awesome. Go ahead. Go ahead, Virginia. Oh, I was going to say, I think, so obviously I watched this. The first time I watched this, I was probably like 19 or 20 years old. Not this movie. I, this was my first time watching this movie. Um, but the original Star Wars. But my nephew watched it when he was like six or seven and got hella into to it. So I do think it's still like is a thing that grabs, but you have to be like the right age. Because yeah. I just feel like as like a 20 year old woman, I was like, mm, whatever. Yeah, right. No, you're right. It's, and I Lucas has said it over and over again. It. He made movies, made movies for kids. These were movies for kids, but they somehow kind of tapped into another group as well. And yeah. Awesome. Um, so shall we dive in? Shall we talk about the third movie? Star Wars 3, The Return of the Monkey Bear Murderers. <laughs> That's the subtitle. Okay, so we are now at, at, at part three. After part one and two, where we're like, what the fuck is going on? We know what's happening now. We know it's all coming to an end. We've got uh, pretty much everybody reprising their roles. So you've got Mark Hamill as good old Luke. Now he's sexy quarantine glow up Luke, where he's kind of got the chiseled face. He's got the nice outfit. He's working out when some people are eating. He's working out. He's thinned up. We've got Harrison Ford. Basically, I, I will be honest with you, phoning it in big time in my opinion when you watch one and two and all the other stuff that he did in the 80s got Carrie Fisher basically either useless or half naked throughout the movie sorry Tony <laughs> uh, you've got That's about right yeah <laughs> Uh, you've got, uh, then you've got somebody who I absolutely love. This is a great addition. The one thing I do love about the original Star Wars is they do really well at one-upping things movie to movie. So, you know, you've got Darth Vader, you've got this amazing thing in the first movie, and you throw in Yoda, you have this new, wise, interesting, fun character in the second one, and then you have who I think is probably the best baddie who's not, you know, iconic baddie, but I really love Ian McDermott as uh, the Emperor. I think he is going at it at a hundred percent he's got the you know he's twirling the mustache he's got the evil eye he's doing the voices he's doing the 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 the, uh the huge you know like old 1930s style like bad guy right and uh almost over the top but can't be too over the top in a world where there's murder bears so it's 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 perfect especially when you contrast that to vader who uh is usually pretty stoic pretty quiet pretty just like a wall and then all of a sudden shows up with a couple of lines and he's just really cool to have this guy who's like the evil uh you know like prime minister of england guy it was great i thought that was a great addition and then you've got uh you know you've got yoda again but lest we forget we've got penny baker and warwick davis playing little baby ewok so we've got all sorts of new characters we've also got lando uncle lando's back as a creeper <laughs> but he's less creepy we'll talk about that in a second so i like this i like the addition of the new people what do we think of the 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 new group virginia <laughs> i mean they're great. I loved the little bears. I mean, they were kind of useless and slapsticky. This one really got pretty, like, slappy, you know? Like, they're on those, like, little jet things, and he, one of the, the Ewoks is, like, flying off, and he's like... <laughs> 
wait, 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 wait. You know, no, you I will not do it again. You, you gotta do, you gotta do your Ewok. Well, it's only when he's riding on the, what are they called, Tony? The little things Feet, in the, the woods. Land speeders? Speeder bikes. Speeder bikes. Yeah, he's on a speeder bike and he's too small and he's going, oh, no, they're because um, they don't actually talk. I thought the sets were really good and there were so many more colors now and it wasn't just like brown and dry. <laughs> Um, and then white and dry. <laughs> and I did like uh, Luke's glow up. Luke's glow up. That's number one in my book. Keisha, what did you think? First, first uh, impression. Well, when you guys said murder bears, I was really nervous. But <laughs> they were really precious. Yeah, I already, like, at the beginning, I was like, this feels even better than the last one. I was like, okay, I can, I can, I can get with it, kind of. And, and you know what? You guys have been talking about the scoring, like the past two movies, and I never noticed. Like, I never noticed the scoring in the other two. Like, but this one, like, I felt like it got my attention faster. Wow. Okay, cool. Yep. All right, Tony, I'm not going to ask you first impressions because you probably watch this every day. So <laughs> They're I'm gone. Not gonna say yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Let's get into the story a little bit. Some of the things I noticed instantly, right? Straight from the get-go. The crawl, I still don't give a fuck about this crawl. I'm sorry, Tony. Never. Did you care more? I read it. You read it? I <laughs> did. It I did too. We both read you it. You did? What? What, what does it say? say? I don't know. That's why I don't I couldn't tell you. But you tried I to couldn't read tell it. You okay. what, I couldn't tell you what's in any of the crawls. I just never, I, I don't have an opinion either way. I just kind of never paid attention to it. You just get excited when you see it, right? When you see it coming up. Yeah. You know, you don't I read it. You just go like, woohoo. It's like uh, movies and, coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Star Wars uh, right coming right up. <laughs> so, Star Wars so, coming up. It's like a plate. Here you go. <laughs> Get ready. And there's there's nothing so crucial in the crawl that if you don't read it, you're gonna be like, huh, what? For the, except for yeah. maybe Empire. You all brought. Like, speaking of like fresh perspectives, uh, you all were making the really good point of how how disjointed the uh, you know a New Hope going into Empire because again, probably a function of they thought they were only this was gonna be a one off. They're only gonna make one movie. So there, the crawl is probably most important. <laughs> And that's if you're gonna read any of them, you want to read, read that the one because one. it's it's gonna try to fill in the whole like oh shoot we're making another movie and we didn't think about it so here's everything that's happened in the last three years and we're just gonna like kick off in a totally new place so yeah but the crawls yeah I mean they're just they're very iconic but no one I think really you know thinks about it too much I'm sure, oh by the way Tony just to protect yourself from the from the commenting and the there's <laughs> nerds out there that know it verbatim they know every word so oh, they'll yeah. come at you they'll find yeah, you yeah oh yeah. Like this tweeting. Is, yeah, I realize that I'm gonna get crucified for. I think the Star Wars fandom has been so toxic for a long time. There's, I feel like this movement where they're trying to get away from that, and the pendulum oh, has swung the other way. It's like everybody loves everything. <laughs> like it's almost like become non-discriminating. It's just like if it's got Star Wars on it, we're gonna love it death because we're just sick of all that toxicity. <laughs> it's like Obama so maybe, era maybe, Austin. Yeah, so maybe maybe I can say whatever I want now. Who knows? We'll, we'll find Let's out. Let's do it. We're about to find out because guess what we're gonna talk about? Little Mister C-3PO and his still being a goddamn little punk ass. bitch. Still a punk ass is in my notes. <laughs> what a bitch. Rolls up, knocks on the door like a little bitch, and then runs away like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, think. Bye. Nobody's home. <laughs> 
<laughs> all of them. So still got C-3PO being a bitch. You still got Lando being creepy. I like that Keisha brought up, though, that Galactic Debo showed up again. And my favorite thing is still that Virginia's never seen Friday, so she has no clue who Debo is. And it is <laughs> such a perfect reference. And I wish that might have to go on the list one day. So what do we think about Luke's glow up, right? Luke shows up and he's cool. He's he's come through. He's wearing all black. We noted that in the movie that he's kind of force choking people like a like a Darth Vader does in the other first two movies. So he's clearly adapting maybe some bad tendencies, some bad stuff from a movie perspective. But he shows up and he's kind of big dog and he's got that BDE real quick when he rolls into Jabba's palace. I'll, uh, I oh, definitely, uh, I was about to say, I definitely was like, oh, he doesn't look like a little boy anymore. Like, I'm so proud of him. Like, he's really, <laughs> maybe he's really a Jedi now, even though he's, Ooh, okay. I guess, been a Jedi, but let's hear him. He's been kind of... He's been a bitch. He's also he's, been a little bit. <laughs> he's not always been my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, Tony, what do you think about the transformation of Luke? Uh, well, I was just one, thinking one about your, your little. I was just thinking about your little bitch comment too, because there's even that funny scene where he goes to see Yoda, and he's like, and 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 he's like, I need more training, and Yoda says, No more training do you require. And then Luke goes, So I am a Jedi, and then Yoda just laughs at him. <laughs> like, he just, he's, he's, like, just, he's like, No, no, I didn't say that. I didn't he's say like, that. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know where you're getting all these these ideas, because <laughs> like, he has to. Yoda tells him, You have to go be Vader and then he does a classic Luke like I can't do this R2 mm-hmm. what am I gonna do R2 <laughs> he's like this is impossible and so so yeah he's kind of in the process and I, even I was too young to remember these debates because only nine but people thought he was gonna go evil and so when he shows up in that first act in the black suit force choking people he's like uh oh yeah. like he, he might actually turn this might take a weird twist so you know there was that kind of debate or excitement going around when it went oh I was there for the force ch- choking and I was like alright <laughs> yeah this is what yeah. I like to see yeah i wish i could do that because <laughs> tony you know that i'm sure you know this there's that little uh easter egg or not easter egg but like little nugget of knowledge where it was originally lined up to be called revenge of the jedi right and kind of the idea that he would be on the fence of this good versus evil maybe going bad and then george at the last you know the 11th hour said no 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 jedis don't have vengeance them yeah so then they changed it to return to the jedi so that makes sense that it would be like this sort of will he won't he kind of deal which i do love i think that's great and i think in like you said keisha in the first moments you do kind of feel that he's got the big dark you know robe on he's kind of covered up no gauze linen for this guy this time yeah. he's got the sexy little like almost looks like an empirical outfit like it's got the you know the high collar and stuff and it's good like michael that, yeah. really likes collars right <laughs> like just loves Here different he goes collars, the collars <laughs> again <laughs> i like a good collar what can i say i don't know what it is about and, a good collar and a cape Oh, man. Do like a good cape, too. We don't have enough capes in our lives. All right, so let's quickly talk before we get out of this section. Talk about Jabba Duhut. What the fuck? Did you ever imagine that Jabba the Hutt, Tony, you, would look and be this big worm slug monster? Like, what did you think when you first got to Jabba's palace and saw this? Me? Like, when I thinking about Jabba, yeah. like, the first time? So I do kind of remember Jabba had a huge impression, I think, on everybody. He's become a very iconic. And it's funny if you think about it 
right? Because he's like this character who basically doesn't move. He doesn't move around. He's in like a, he's like in the first, what, like 45 minutes of the movie or 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Central character who just, who's this big imposing character we've been kind of hearing about that, that Han Solo is terrified of. All yeah, the he's been around for three movies and he's by been name. around for three movies. Yeah, by name at least. So the reputations build up and then he doesn't even move. But they pull it off. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's like he's, he's, he's just, he's just this larger than life character. And then like we were talking earlier, like the freak show of his palace. It was also like an instant, everyone just fell in love with it. And to this day, like I said, the Star Wars fandom is huge and there are many sub-fandoms and there's like an entire like world of sub-fandom just around Jabba and his palace and all the creatures in it. So yeah. that was, that was Lucas. That was uh, just like that, like you said, that one-upping, that was like the creature department going, all right, last one. Like, <laughs> let's let it all hang out. And they delivered with the Jabba palace thing, which like I said, goes on for like 30 minutes, something. So that was everybody's kind of big takeaway and, and impression for, with, with that. I think my sub um, fandom is the club where they, where they were in like a club and there was like all these different <laughs> alien dudes. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. That's the Jabba's palace. Ah. Yeah. So well, Jabba's there, like there a club is. owner? <laughs> He's like a general gangster, so yeah, he's probably got some club, <laughs> money laundering like front mafia. clubs. And, but yeah, they're in, in that scene you're talking about, they're in his like pleasure barge, his sail barge. So they're like oh, sailing man. to it. They're going to an execution and they're having drinks and all that. And yeah, right. Also, sweet. the music was fantastic. I listened to this DJ guy on YouTube who plays like 1970s, like disco-y, jazzy music from different countries. And he does this um, set of Japanese 70s music and it sounded exactly like you're making fake. It sounded like exactly what was in this movie, and it made me so happy. That was I'm the most. Go check that out. Yeah, that was the most specific music fetish <laughs> I've heard in a long time. You don't listen to seventies Japanese disco. There's also some and good stuff from Turkey. I'm not first. <laughs> First off, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I just, that was so like super specific, like 70s Japanese disco funk jazz that reminds you of Star Wars. Like that's yeah. such like a, a great thread. <laughs> it never even occurred to me there was a genre that basically sounded like the music in Jabba's sail barge. So I'm all about that. I'm going to go look that up like after this. Keisha, what did you think of Jabba's uh, dis disco planet, <laughs> disco uh, uh, well, party? I thought Jabba looked like the doodoo emoji but i did star like the <laughs> bar party like i was like okay this is a vibe we needed this a long time ago like what's going on like i'm ready for the party <laughs> yeah we we didn't have a lot of fun in the second one uh, at all especially i think the second one was real let's you know let's get real serious La lawrence caston showed up and he said this yeah. is a real this is a real movie the real, real movie stuff <laughs> and then the third one they're like okay that's great but let's also have some fun because we need to sell toys and have a good time. So they, they kind of went back into like the, the cocaine moment and they just had like between Lucas and Henson, they just must have thrown acid and cocaine in the air and just be like, <laughs> what do we do? Let's do it. Yes, yes, yes. But I did love, I love Jabba's Palace. You're absolutely right. It was like a great world building moment. We talked about a, that a, a little bit when we watched it where it really feels like they were trying to flesh out the idea that this is like an insanely wide and huge galactic universe that touches a whole bunch of different people, a whole bunch of different ways. There's a lot of fornication, a lot of fun, a lot of murder, as we know with the Rancor, which was not so good on rewatch, but that's okay. Sorry, oh, man. we're not going to talk too much about that because it, it was fine, but it <laughs> definitely doesn't sell the same 20 years, 30 years later as it did. Well, I mean, like I told you, I, I hadn't seen the theatrical release in like 15 years, and so after I saw it with you all, I'm like, wow, wow, that didn't hold up well. So I went back and checked 
out just whatever is on Disney Plus, and boy, did they polish it up. So they I have a new appreciation. Up. I have a new appreciation for how polished those movies. As much as I say, oh, I wish I had that theatrical release. I'm like, yeah, I'll stick with Disney Plus. For yeah, now. and and full disclosure, that's that's why I did it. I wanted Virginia and Keisha especially to get yeah. like what you would get when you when it would come out in the theaters. I didn't want them to like it, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know what? Watching that theatrical release probably did more than anything you can say about Star Wars right now to like make me go, ooh, ouch. Like, ah. <laughs> like, ah. I want to reconsider my whole life after watching the, this the, theatrical release. But I was nine was years old. On. What the hell did I know? And you got to remember, in context, it was the 80s that probably looked fantastic to everybody. But yeah, no, it looked pretty rough. No, in that era, I, there's no doubt that not to knock, I mean, who am I to knock, you know, Lucas Arts and Lucasfilm for what they've done? They, you know, in their moment, it was absolutely beautiful. But it is hard to watch 30 years later. I'm not trying to say that it wasn't awesome and amazing. I'm sorry, Joe Johnston and whoever else is working on all these things. Speaking of which, we were talking about, was it Bill Burt and his mac and cheese, uh, his wife's mac and cheese being the yeah, sound ben, for Jabba the Hutt? Yeah, Ben Burt. Yeah, just recording Burt, his yeah. wife's mac and cheese. And uh, and if you listen carefully, I, I guess I'd never really noticed before when I, when I first read that, I started listening. I'm like, sure enough, there's like a bowl of mac and cheese being stirred in the background every time Jabba talks. Virginia's <laughs> face is like... <laughs> Well, I really like mac and cheese, so now... Not anymore, you don't. I'm like, oh. Now I so associate it with the doo-doo emoji. Great. You were trying to ruin Star Wars for me. You were trying to ruin Star Wars for me, so and now ruined I ruined mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese for you, so take that. Oh, damn it. Zero. And they also, they turned R2-D2 into a kegerator, which was a great <laughs> idea. I love that. That was a plus. That was a plus. That's a positive. And then we cut into, which I feel like happens so often in these movies, where we just then go back into, okay, Luke, go and do your own thing. And Leia and Han, you go do this other thing. And then eventually by the third act, y'all will come together and, you know, have a nice rah-rah moment. Because now we go to uh, what I wrote down here is Keisha's note is uh, we go to faux daughter, who's <laughs> not even good enough to be Dar one of Darth's children at this point. Because <laughs> she's still faux general, faux princess, and now faux daughter. And Han, on their own little tour to go and stop the Empire, which is always in my opinion, sort of the lesser of the parts. I don't know. I, it's just always felt like flatter to me. I love Luke's story. Luke has the great, obviously, true hero's journey, even through all three movies. You can break them down by act through the movies. First movie has its own three acts, but you can still do three, and it still feels like a hero's journey. And then you just have Luke and Leia, I mean, Leia and Han just partying up. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Like a little soap opera turnoff that happens every time, and we come back to it in act two. Yeah, that's a I common know. critique. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Virginia. Oh, I was just gonna say my my only note about Leia was, oh, Leia, useless again. Oh, okay, never mind. She finally did something. What did I don't she know do? what she did. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she shot someone. She choked. Um, oh, yeah, she, she, choked, she choked out Jabba. Doodle she choked Jabba. Yeah, dude. There, she it choked was when she choked out Jabba. <laughs> so I, I said, so what did I say? Okay, faux princess choking Jabba. That's my note. <laughs> you, you, did you call Jabba doo doo man? No, I, I put Jabba. <laughs> But I didn't know his name for the longest time, though. So it was Doodoo -doo Man. Tony, what do you think of that sort of kind of similar angle? The first movie did it, I think, a little bit better because it was not Leia and Han. It was Luke and Han that had their own mini moment. Yeah. And that kind of lined up because he was learning to be a little ruthless or tougher or whatever you want to call it through Han or believing more in the Force through Han, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, what do you think about that sort of where
quarter two and three, they kind of just do this split up thing. And I, I don't want to say force because I do love a lot of it. But it does feel like that is they tried to force this other story into Luke's journey, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So what you were saying about like uh, Han and, and Leia, that's actually a common kind of observation or critique that they're kind of underutilized in this film. They kind of really don't have a point. And I, I can see that. But I also kind of feel like, well, wait a minute. Like just 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 like Keisha pointed out, Leia killed Jabba. That's huge. That's pretty big. And yeah. uh, not, not that maybe she needed to to get them get them away but she did and then leia and han are like they had they took out the freaking you know shield generator without them there's no attack on the death star they were about everybody was about to die in the sky the rebellion was about to be crushed and they had to pull that off so i'm like isn't that something like worth worth commenting on that they that you know if it weren't for them the shield generator wouldn't have gotten taken out and, and lando couldn't have flown into the center and destroyed the whole thing so i don't know i'm kind of i kind of feel like they did have stuff to do uh in 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 the movie in that second part is that kind of what you were asking of getting at or yeah no it's fine whatever your thoughts are they're good i i always think i think they are they are parts of the cog but i it always felt like it it was to, like an artificial kind yeah of like it was or? yes like it was like this like i think they could have serviced luke's journey more or luke's journey could have serviced theirs more or both you know what i mean like it always felt like it had to be one or the other we'd watch luke yeah. go do his thing and Leia and han do their thing and then it like through writing tactics it would come yeah. together and mean something um i think i was gonna say just if you go back to that whole hero's journey thing like the the luke and leia character like these are supposed to be like supporting characters like the hero right they're like the loyal mm. friends and then the other tropes are like the wise you know mentors like obi-wan yoda that's a good point, good point. and so i think at the end luke like he did kind of have to do like that's the final that's the finale of the hero's journey he kind of yeah. has to do it alone he kind of has to so they do kind of have to split up they're still in a supporting role like they have to go and 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 there's the you know luke, so luke's on kind of on that redemption thing. he's trying to redeem vader that's another big theme in star wars like redemption yeah. so he's trying to redeem vader that's kind of a solo mission it's only up to him to do that it would have been interesting if they brought leia into that like there was a lot of territory to explore there as part of like surprise you have a daughter too now you're gonna kill them both <laughs> like, you know yeah we, they, we, right, they went another direction we wrote that i think we talked about it like george ed and spielberg <laughs> and and others at this time really could not write a strong female character yeah it was funny because one of the things i was saying like i was listening to you all and the, and the fresh perspective if you will is how you all were kind of like and i agree because growing up Leia kind of I really wanted to like her more than I did and she kind of was would rub me the wrong way and she kind of comes off as rass and kind of and I and I realized later like oh this is this is not like Leia's fault in the sense or Perry Fisher's fault it's basically a bunch of white dudes trying to write a strong female character and they kind of don't know how to do it and and they write her like just coming off as hatty or you know abrasive and that's unfortunate so so I think she kind of I think they got better at it I think by Jedi like we were talking about everyone's mellowed out a little bit and uh, with the breathy acting <laughs> the breathy dialogue we'll get there in a second <laughs> virginia virginia what do you think about the the female i guess perspective in this yeah we have two beautiful women in this and i always love hearing what y'all think about thumbs and bums and stuff like that well i definitely from the first one to this one have thought multiple times why are there more not more ladies this whole like where are they at they are they at home cooking i guess like like the darth vader's shippy thing they, they don't not have one woman general like <laughs> they couldn't make like a lady robot they, yeah. they do <laughs> <A> 3PO <laughs> <laughs> 3PO is that lady bot what did you think Keisha 
I was just trying to think of anybody else, but all I could think of was Auntie Skywalker um, in her jean. Like, that's all I, and all the jeans. The big collar. She had the large yeah. collar and the jeans. That's yeah, there's, it. There's no, there really is no female representation. I will say, though, they the two kind of, if you even want to call the second one prominent, but prominent in a way, the two females, they do roll out. So it's Leia for most of the films. And then they introduce this character that they don't even, you don't even get the name, but it's Mon Mothma. Yeah, uh, she's the one who kind of kind of gives the exposition about the, the plans for the Death Star. She's the long-necked British women. woman. Yeah, <laughs> very long. So the women that are there, they're actually the main leaders. So Leia <laughs> and Mon Mothma are pretty much the heads of the rebellion, and and they're both both in like a political figure sort of way, and a, and in a military sort of way. You disagree with that, Michael? You were making a hand. Oh hand. no, no, no. So I'm being more facetious. Yes, they were the leaders, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's definitely not portrayed on camera in any you're right there's one thing to be like way. just point to them and say they're the leaders and then like not have them live up to that or have more yeah. screen time or like, better parts yeah like if, if if you you have to read the 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 comic book that comes out yeah, you know yeah, yeah. with the movie to know that mon mothma who mon mothma is let alone like yeah. was she physically holster. present in this movie yeah I she was in this one person she if was in this one and the first one she wasn't oh. in the first one was she yeah she's also talking about it she's part of the whole rogue squadron getting the death star oh that's in Rogue, that's in Rogue One, but not in New Hope. She's not, She's not in, in the first one? Oh, okay. Nope. Sorry. I'll take your word for it. I don't know anything. <laughs> I was going to say, I've a... seen all the, like, newer <coughs> ones, and I've seen The Mandalorian and all that kind of stuff, so I've seen women eventually. Yeah, right. Um, They're getting better at it. Right. But, yeah, at the time, not so great at, not, at yeah. doing the female lead. Nope. Any She's thoughts? Like, she, and even she holds her gun kind of like, and I was like, hold your gun. <laughs> like, lose some muscle. Hold that thing, like, with some power. Come on. Keisha, let me, how do you hold a gun, Keisha? <laughs> just i know i just wanted to do this but i know nobody would ever hear this obviously but she just did the obvious side gun <laughs> at the camera and i'm just very happy that she did it that way all right so we're getting to the final moments right this is the big stuff this is what we've been waiting three movies for luke v vader this is you know uh son versus dad good jedi versus evil sith this is all the things that that you i'm sure tony were waiting for your whole life up to this point right so well, as they meet for the first time in that little ewok in thing and we'll talk about the ewoks in a second i just really want to talk about this part what did you how would you feel when you saw like luke versus darth they're both wearing black they both look like formidable and legitimate and nowhere near like in empire clearly luke was the scared boy still kind of like meeting up against this you know formidable force and then this time it feels i don't know much different to me yeah i think it i think it does feel different i think i remember one thing that had a big impact on me you know i don't remember when i built this but i feel like i've had it in my mind ever since i was a kid was even before they start fighting and, and vader first takes them as a captive and luke's kind of trying to talk some sense to him so to speak or tell him ah you're still good and i'm kind of here to try to you know show you the light and vader for the first time in the whole series kind of breaks character just a little bit and he's like and he gets sad and he's like it's too late for me my son and it's like mm -hmm. the first glimpse that we've had in, in like the so many years we're kind of being brought up with these movies that like oh whoa like he he had a little moment of compassion a little moment of sadness mm -hmm. a little he almost recognizes that okay i see what you're trying to do and it's 
it's noble, but I'm sorry, man. I'm just too far gone. He's almost like this. He's almost apologetic to Luke. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I can't. Like, I just can't. It's too strong for, at this point. I'm going to march your ass to the to uh, to uh, the, the emperor. And you almost get, like, the, fresh, the impression he doesn't want to. And so I remember that feeling like, whoa. Like, there was a level, like I said, they're kids' movies. But all of a sudden, there's this level of complexity where Vader, who is just typecast as the ultimate baddie, who's just, mm -hmm. like, vicious and evil and cruel. There's that little, and it wasn't overplayed, like a really, like, like he didn't break down and sob and then pose himself. It was just the way he delivered the lines, James Earl Jones, what the lines were, very simple, very understated, just kind of revealed, like a less is more moment to just reveal his humanity just beneath the surf there, which made then the battle, like, all the more poignant. So now you go into them fighting and you're like, there's that tension. Like, Vader's, you know, even though he's trying to kill Luke and he's fighting on behalf of Palpatine, you, those seeds were planted that, oh, there's something there. And when's it going to crack? When's it going to, when yeah. is he going to, like, you know, is, is he going to crack? When's he going to crack? But that scene between Luke and Vader, when they when they first kind of interact, when he first captures Luke or Luke turns himself in, I think that's a really great scene that really sets up that battle as giving you a glimpse that, oh, there is a chance. Like, Luke has a shot. Vader's redeemable. He's shown just a little bit of remorse in that moment. And now we're going to go into that battle. And so that makes the battle all the more kind of poignant. I think this movie did a good job upping the stakes in those in cases like that. Because if we didn't have that, the stakes wouldn't have been very high for them to fight. You know, like, you'd be like, well, yeah. Luke should win. <laughs> yeah, Whereas, right. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad that this movie seemed to have a lot of stakes um, throughout it. Keisha, what, what, what are your thoughts? Oh, no. Uh, that's what Tony was saying. I definitely, like, noted. Because that was actually one of my favorite parts. And I was like, oh, Galactic Debo kind of turns Terry <laughs> Crews and has, like, a bit of a heart. And he, like, you don't see his, like, facial expressions, but, like, he, like, looks at old dude and he's, like, looking at Luke, looking at dude and, yeah. like, looking at uh -huh. Luke. And it's yeah. just, like, you can't, he doesn't have facial expressions. He's not crying, but you're like, oh, you know what's under there. Yeah. And it's a heart. Yeah. Makes it more powerful, like, without the expression. Just those little head nods back and forth. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Because, you know, just killing Vader, that wouldn't have been a good outcome. You know, it's just, just like Luke, like you said, oh, Luke fighting, he's a good guy, Vader's a bad guy. If he, if Luke kills Vader, end of story, we win. But it's not about that. It's about, he has to, like, literally turn him with nothing other than, like, sheer love. And that's what, like, the whole, that's what Star Wars is about. Love. Love for your friends, love for your, you know, for your uh, family, and it's unconditional, and love conquers all. And that's what happens at the end. And so, you're right. It's just kind of those little, little moments, those little glimpses where you see Vader's actually a person uh, that make it all the more powerful. Yeah, that's that's a great point. And it, and it really was for Luke after the first movie. I think it really was a redemption story for for him and his father, right? Like, so that was big too. So his goal went from, you know, destroying the empire to once he found out who his father was to turning his father back, you know, and, and bringing him back to the, the light side, if you will, or just, you know, bringing him away from there, from the dark side. And it was, it, it's cool. That's more cathartic. You're absolutely right. That he actually does that in the end, that it would be for him kill him. But it would probably still be equally as powerful. We don't know. We'll never know. But it yeah. would, it's, it's more cathartic to be like, yes, he's done it. Yeah. Luke has done it. He has gotten, he's convinced his evil, the most evil villain of all movie history to become the good guy. And it's, it's awesome. Before we cut to the very end of the movie, I want to go back to two things that I think are the most iconic parts of this movie and also, I'm sure, the most adorable parts. So we've got <laughs> Ewoks. We've, I'm sorry, let me rephrase it. I said that wrong. We've got merchandising opportunities in, in the movie. We've got little baby <laughs> merchandising opportunities. Virginia, what did you think of the inclusion of the murder teddy bears 
Bears in this film? I have been asking for the Bears since you said we're gonna watch Star Wars. I Star said, Wars. are there the are the cute are the cute bears in the first one? You said no. And then he's he's like, we're gonna watch the second one. I said, is this the one with the bears? And he's like, uh, no. And then we got to the third one, and I was like, is this the one with the bears? And he said yes. And I giggled. <laughs> They're so Jim Hensony, like just every aspect of like how they move and everything. And they're useless and definitely just there for like cute like actor. They're not very good fighters or anything. <laughs> Though I do like their low tech kind of use with of logs and things. Can I say something real quick? Because I agree with you. I not I and I know people will, will say, oh, but they like blew up an ATST and they blew, you know, they did this and that. And, and I get that. But there is a scene in which the main Ewok, I'm blanking on the name, Tony. What's the main name of the main Ewok? Oh shoot, I'm blanking too. Keep there, going. I'll think of it. <laughs> yes. So the little one who was played by Warwick, who meets Leia first, is like and he's like unable to get off of a tree without the help of Leia to bring him down. So if you tell me that that's not a useless animal, then I will call bullshit because it needs a human being to get him off of a tree limb comfortably. So yes, I get they have all the sorts of primitive tech, but I, I can't believe me, the Star Wars nerd, is going to say this, but I think you're overthinking it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, okay. So if you're talking about that Ewok, that's wicked. I thought you were talking about oh chief chirpa that's the one i was thinking of he's like the the the, the chief of the clan wicked is the is like the little one that leia meets you're right it had never it, it was not until that moment on saturday that you pointed that out that i was like damn it that's a good point <laughs> like you know she has to like and they're like these vicious murder bears that are very suspicious of everything because they're like probably the ultimate prey they're probably at the bottom of the food chain in that crazy jungle which is right. you know why they're vicious they have to like fight to survive and within like 10 seconds of meeting this strange alien creature in leia he's cool like yeah i'll, I'll, I'll take some help getting off the yeah. tree. You just carry me like a baby. You know? Who knows? He might be the fiercest warrior in his tribe. Right. Probably, you know? Here he is. Here like, she is. Healthy. Just like, I'm gonna... She, I, I, you know, the, the, the more accurate response was like, he just mauls her face like, at that point. Trying right. To pick him up. <laughs> Like, I'm, so, yeah, I'm the fiercest warrior in my tribe. How dare you try to help me get off of this tree? Yeah, so, so yeah. Other one, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So go, no, no, go ahead. You got it. No, no, no. Yeah, I just thought I was thinking the same thing. Like, they're just, uh, they're cute, but I don't I don't get why they're there. Oh, I know why. Yeah. And make, Lucas had a little kid. Lucas had a little kid. At, at, at that time, Lucas's kid was, you know, I guess, young kid, maybe like three, four, five, somewhere in that neighborhood or something like that. So total kind of like, oh, my daughter wants teddy bears in the movies. We're going to have teddy bears in the movies. Sure. And my thinking on the Ewoks has evolved quite a bit over the years. And, and I think when I was little, I didn't care. It was just more Star Wars. When I got older and I was, you know, a teenager or like, oh, Ewoks. Yeah, I'm too cool for that. That didn't make sense. And now I've just come back around like, okay, what, like you said, just the glory of the 80s and full display, you know, yeah. just Ewoks. And then like, you know, so we have cute things in our universe. Why can't Star Wars have cute things in their universe? And, and, and they're even more interesting because they're also like vicious creatures in a sense. And the reason all those traps are around, like I used to think like, oh, did they just whip up those 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 giant traps like in a couple of hours like did before? Like how did they have all these elaborate giant jungle traps to like take out? And somebody pointed out to me like, well, they live in this vicious jungle. Those are probably already there to take out whatever like nasty predators they encounter. And I'm like, oh, that's a good point. So that you can retrocon that in there. Uh, why why they had all these traps. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm generally cool with the Ewoks now. I see the why they were put in there. I see the uh, opportunity, the other opportunities 
otherwise it's just more weird star wars stuff and that's another like big fandom or topic of, of fandom in star wars it's like the weirder the better there are those people out there there's people out there whose favorite movie of all the movies is attack of the clones and the reason they like attack of the clones is because it's the most bizarre you know like so so michael will know what i'm talking about like yeah. attack of the clones on the top of the list is just ludicrous but people like it for that reason it's just such a ridiculous over the top it's like jedi times a million like for the weirdness of it so yeah anything goes in the star wars universe you know who's super weird those fish things those like fishy <laughs> aliens they're pretty weird also lando had this guy with him who had this like mask no, and he's like, like the phantom of the space opera he's like <laughs> and what's his name his mouth was so juicy by the way the whole time it was always <laughs> like <laughs> 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 his name is Nine Num. And the Nine reason Num. his name is Nine Num is because he used to go like in the art department when they were creating these things. They don't even have names for these aliens. And it's, they were he was referred to as like alien um number nine. So he was number nine in like the in like whatever scene they had. So somebody said, Well, let's call him Nine Num, which is a, a play on the number nine. That's his nice. name, that's why he's got it. Yeah. Nine Num. See, this is why we got Tony on the show today. This I is love the I'm way he about. talks. I wish there was like a one eight hundred nine num line that I can just like call and get advice in that Muhammad, I don't know if you remember how he talks, but it's actually like a, a an exchange student from Nairobi. They they love the way he talks that they actually they just used him talking in his native language. And they thought no big deal, no one will ever know. But when the movie went to you know got to Africa, that people went nuts and this guy became a celebrity, like a minor celebrity oh, wow. and did all the talk shows because there he is delivering Star Wars line in their native tongue, whatever uh, I think it's called Hata in, in Nairobi or something like that. So when that movie got over there and Nainam starts speaking in Hata, like everyone lost it. And so anyway, just fun fact. Tony, it is you interesting. Sorry. Right. So I was it, I was going to say, because I I did my master's degree in intercultural communication, so I'm very interested in language and linguistics. Uh -huh. And I got really into like the creation of language for things like Game of Thrones and yeah. Star Trek. So More it was Lord interesting. And Lord of the Rings. But it is interesting in this one, they really didn't make up these whole languages because wasn't the, didn't the bears they made like... up one. They made up one, the one that Java speaks, Hatties. Okay. That's Cause... supposed to be like pseudo made up. Like it's, you know, but everything else they just use like, yeah, yeah you're right. Because just... I think the Ewoks speak like Tagalog slash something from Mongolia. And I was like, yeah. so you just uh -huh. took like, you yeah. like, say whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, awesome. It's probably real, like, Star Wars lines, which is hilarious. I don't think they were random lines, like, yeah. I'm going to cook a turkey tonight, and that's what he's saying, <laughs> like, in the, in the in like, you know, it's, it's it's probably actual lines. Right. But yeah, the rationale is that just when you try to make up, when people try to make up a language, you, you don't even know how to think outside the box of your own, like, vocalization. And so it just yeah. lends a greater, a greater deal of authenticity to take a language from some other far-flung part of the world and say, we're going to use this, because it's just going to sound so crazy original to all the Americans. But then you're right, it gets into other markets, and people are like, instead of being offended by that, they were actually jazzed. They were like, oh my <laughs> like, God, he's cool. speaking our language. <laughs> so, like, I knew so, that. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know that. I totally understand what he said. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Like, All right. The think... are Filipino. <laughs> 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 there is we can talk about. <laughs> Keisha, real quick, before we get to our uh, the end of this portion of the podcast, what are your thoughts on those little Ewoks? The Ewoks? The, wait a minute. What? What is the Ewok? That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Perfect. Uh, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Those are, the, those are the little, like, bears. Those are the little dudes. Oh, the, I said they were cute. Oh, okay. But I didn't know what was the purpose of them. To be cute. That's right. That's right. That's fair. <laughs> That's on me. I forgot that you said that they were cute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
apologize. All right, we're going to come to the end. Final thoughts before we get to ranking time. Virginia, what are your final thoughts on Star Wars 3, the third one with Bears? <laughs> the third one with Bears. I give this movie, I do think it was more movie-like than some of the other ones. I enjoyed it for the most part. I give it four Phantom of the Space Opera dudes from Nairobi and uh, out of five. I think it was uh, it was an entertaining movie. I understood. I mean, the, the, I think, I don't know if it was the first one where I was like, I just don't know what the plot is. Like, what is wrong with me? Am I stupid? <laughs> um, but, I, but I got this one. I knew what was going on. And we got to see Darth Vader's face, which I didn't know we were oh, going to see. Yeah, so that was yeah. actually a surprise to me. Got to see Anakin. Oh, sorry, yes. Keisha. Sorry. sorry. I apologized. Everybody, My let's bad. apologize to the professional Star Wars. <laughs> She's watched two movies, and now she yep. <laughs> Come to the All dark right. side. Yes. <laughs> All right, Keisha, your final thoughts Um, this third installment. I really like the ending celebration. It made me happy to see uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, and Anakin. Um, um, and, and Yoda. Oh, yes, the Force Ghosts. Yes, those yep. beautiful, beautiful Force Ghosts. I was like, wow. So, um, uh, and this was the the best one out of the three. Wow. In my opinion. So I give this 3.75 Galactic Debo Hearts. <laughs> out of nothing. Out of, any, <laughs> out of anything you want. Out of okay. five. Out of five. Got it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tony, your last thoughts. There's probably a couple more things we didn't cover we you know we could talk a little bit about the emperor and his death uh which was his hyper greek tragedy moment you know getting thrown off the yeah. way he is and his hubris well this is just this is just part one of a 10-part series right isn't that what you said that's right yep we'll you'll be back next week to talk uh <laughs> yeah. more about just the emperor uh next week <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts but, on Return of the Jedi? Your well, first movie? No, is that the first movie you went to see opening day? No, no. I mean, I, I even think I might have seen Empire in the in the in the theaters, but I don't remember that. Um, okay. But no, not. I, I honestly don't remember what my first movie was. But that's that's definitely probably the biggest memory of like sure. you know my first of a, of a big movie. And uh, ranking wise, I give it a, a ten numbs out of nine numbs. Uh, oh, <laughs> nice. So, um, but yeah, this guy I, said he wasn't a funny. <laughs> Median. You did ten numbs out of nine numbs. That's a callback if I've ever heard one. I'm doing my best here, guys. So uh, yeah, yeah, and it it, it it ties for for me as out of the three with with Empire. I think for a long time Empire was the easy go to best movie of the series. But yeah, I think Jedi's right up there. They're very different movies, and so it kind of depends what you're in the mood for. But Jedi's just roller coaster ride and like lets it all hang out and great score, like you said, that's practically telling the story the whole time. You know, along yeah. with everything great sound effects like ben bird topped himself there with a mac and cheese and then and then the emperor you're right the emperor shields the show and the more you watch it the more you just dig the emperor like what a jerk he is like how evil he is his sarcasm his like he's sarcastic and goofy one moment and he's just horrible horrifically evil the next yeah he seals the show man he's british isn't he yeah uh, i think yeah, right? McDermott is. yeah, yeah. i yeah, would say yeah, he's yeah. british i don't know if he's from another island up there there's a whole bunch of those right so he might be like yeah. irish or scott uh, well, he's one of the great. He's one of the great Ian. Ian McDermott, Ian uh, McKellum, Ian Holm, <laughs> like all the 
great, you know. Rest in peace. Which is, yeah, rest in peace. So, yeah. Ian's I, I feel like, I was going to say, I feel like Star Wars followed the British people are the bad guys thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It Without did. a doubt. I mean, the whole empire is just the worst British people in the world. <laughs> like, they're all the British people that you don't want to meet. It's all just uh, fish and chips and, and twin beds and like, you know. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, twin size <laughs> beds like, and they like don't sleep with their wives. Their wives sleep on that bed. That's the, yeah, it, that's it's, everybody in the empire. <laughs> it's like if the Nazis were British, that's the empire. Well, then, as we all know from every movie since 1948, the Nazis are British. <laughs> that's so. true. Yeah, good point. Excellent point. Yeah. Uh, Keisha, you look like you got something to say. No? Oh, no. I'll just Fair enough. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so uh, I my ranking is I give it five Uncle Lando's touched me out of five Uncle Lando's touched me. I love this movie. Uh, I think it's great. I think it is really fun and silly. I love Empire too, uh, but it is a go-to uh, because of, you know, whatever this whole act do. You know, when, when you get serious about art and you start talking about it and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, but I like this because it's fun. It brings Luke and Darth together. And so you really have this whole, like the whole dynamic that's been building up for a very long time. I absolutely love. I love the Emperor in this one. I think he's so great. And I think it translates to the later movies and the prequels when Ian McDermott plays himself as a younger pre-Emperor self. And he's also equally as great in those movies as far as being snaky and conniving and really like, you know, uh, it's those movies are good and bad for what they are, but he's always really good at being the guy that you just want to punch in the face because you know how much of a dick he is, but you just can't. So I love him in this. Uh, I could do without the Ewoks. I'll be honest. I am on the side of like, get rid of the teddy bears. They're a little bit too cheesy for me, but I still love this movie for what it is. I think it's so fun. I do also feel super sad that Han is just really just underutilized and underused. He was so good in the first one as this, you know, Mm -hmm. smuggler bad guy. And I think diminishing returns for him throughout the rest of the movies, right? The second movie is slightly less important, slightly less there. The love story was something and interesting, but by the third one, it really feels like he's just, you know, it's just fan service entirely. And you can kind of see him really uh, like uh, Harrison Ford really, you know, phoning it in because he's yeah. he was done with the series after the first one. So, you know, bully to him, he knew that he hated this shit and he acted like he hated it, <laughs> but it sucks because Han Solo as a character is a great idea. Any other thoughts? We've got our rankings. We got everything done. We didn't even do a ranking song. All right. After this, we're going to come back. We're going to do a little bit of improv. Tony's going to watch us destroy this movie even further and he's going to laugh at us and probably wish that he had never come on this show. So stick around. We'll be right back for a little bit of improv. Welcome back to Theater Greater Than Film. And normally, uh, we, as the performers and the only people that ever do this, usually come up with prompts and we hang out with each other and we love these ideas and then we do them. But since we have an absolutely special guest, we decided, why not have him tell us where we're going to be? So, Mr. Gonzalez, Mr. Tony, where are we going to start off today? Anything I want. Anything you want. Okay, so we're going to be on the Death Star, the uh, new Death Star. We're going to have Darth Vader and the Emperor. 
Emperor. I've always wanted to see. I've heard that early versions of the script had a lot more Darth Vader and the Emperor sniping at each other, being snippy, having arguments, and and more of uh, the Emperor putting Vader down and like treating him like an idiot and stuff like. I always wanted to see more of that kind of Vader Emperor interaction. So does that make sense? Is that good? It makes sense. I love it. Okay, so we cut to the Death Star's break room where both Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader have just bumped into each other at the coffee machine. Darth, could you pass me the sugar? Right over there. It's right next to your hand. I am the Emperor. You can pass it to me. See, this is the problem. This is what we talk about every week. You can't come down on me like this. Pass me the sugar. Okay, fine. You're getting the sugar, but I want you to understand this is not because you're the emperor. It's because you're asking me uh, and you know what? No, ask me politely. Please, sir, can you pass me the sugar, Darth? Okay, see that, that Darth, that, that part at the end, that, that felt real snarky. I didn't appreciate that whatsoever. Just, you know what? Fine, fine, <laughs> fine, fine. No, it's fine. I'll just use the force. Here, take it. Boom. Sugar for see, you. I don't understand why you have a problem doing things when you have the force. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Emperor. Don't you have the force too? It makes me tired to use it, and you are under me, so that is why I am emperor and people do shit for me. You, you know, realize I, I'm in charge. I, you know, I'm part of this relationship, too. You understand this? I, as, an, as an apprentice, I am also a part of this. Hey, 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 Dad, Daddy Darf, and uh, Mama em, em, Emperor, um... Could you guys... not bring your son to work, Daydar. It's your son, too. Maybe act like it sometimes. I really don't think you guys should be talking to each other like this. Me, me and foe sister are having a really hard time um, concentrating on our homework. So I would really appreciate it if you guys would be a little quieter. Luke, do you know what your father did? He didn't even do the laundry. He never helps with the dishes. And he has the force. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, I'm not choosing you to pick sides, kid. But just, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's just a lot. First off... We all have the force, okay? That's the point of the family. We're Skywalker. I, I really hate that you keep using this as a consistent excuse, no matter what the scenario, as if you don't have it. There's a place and a time for it. I don't want to... doing his homework with the force. I don't want to do it in front of the goddamn kid, okay? I just don't want to do it. I've had We're enough. $1 in a swear jar. We're going to owe this kid a lot of money. You see, you see what you're teaching him? You see what you're teaching him? Me? I'm teaching him that's on you yeah this this this, this this fucking kid he's not he might not even be mine i don't know watch your mouth watch your mouth around the damn kid i am watching my mouth i'm wearing a mask okay <laughs> nobody could see my mouth you know what i've had enough of you darth i'm going to the deck of this ship and I'm going to read a book and drink my tea with sugar. Just leave me alone and go do what you need to do. Oh, sister. Oh, sister. Yeah? Mom and dad were fighting, and I'm starting to think that dad might not be my real dad. Oh, my God. Why didn't you think dad's your dad? 
Well, mom said something about dad saying that he may not be the dad. And then dad was like, well, maybe I'm not really the dad. And I don't know. There were a lot of words said, and I don't know what they said verbatim, but I'm having some worries. There's no one else who could be your dad, and he's my dad, and we're like sisters and brothers. So, yeah, dad never really claimed you, so I've come to terms with that. He doesn't seem to like me or acknowledge me, or I mean, did he try to kill me once? I'm not really, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird, really, it, we're a weird family, you know. But I just think, like, you know, keep your head down, do your homework, and like, I don't know, dad will come around. <laughs> Is that, is that C-3PO? It was such a dainty knock. Make him knock again, make him knock again. Who is it? It's me, sir, of course. It's, it's your favorite bitch, C-3PO. As he's programmed me to say, of course. What do you, what do you, what do you need? Well, I've heard rabble-rousing inside of the room, so I uh, assumed there was some trouble and wanted to help out. Do you need assistance, sir? CP3PO, you've been over, you've been, I mean, you've been around for a while. Um, and, uh, I know you've seen some things. So, uh, so, tell, tell, tell me a bit about my dad's past. Was he like a cool kid in school? Oh dear, perhaps, uh, would you care for some tea and crumpets, maybe? Instead of a story, please? CP3PO, don't be a punk ass right now. I need real information. Oh, uh, uh, pardon me, uh, but first off, my name is C3PO. Just, just to clarify <laughs> and ensure that we understand. And secondly... <laughs> Um, perhaps a, a warm bath in which I perform the same customary hand job that you appreciate after every bath. Ew, like I am the sister and I'm totally in this room right now. Don't act like we haven't kissed before. <laughs> <laughs> Do not remind me of that, okay? Fuck. Uh, I'm, as you understand, I'm always here for uh, any of your needs, and if you need me to service your faux sister as well, I'm glad to. I have a boyfriend, so, like, don't need your help, thanks. Oh. He's a cowboy in space. Oh, interesting. I, I don't know that you do. It always seems like you may or may not have a boyfriend. Just because he lives in Canada does not mean he doesn't exist. Ah, he's a Canadian. So he's from a different galaxy. Interesting. Far, far away, yeah. <sighs> Oh my god, I'm gonna go to R2-D2, the kid. No, who the fuck is it? R2-D2? That's my robot's name who gives me beer. I just need more beer. I can't do this anymore. So uh, I guess we're, we're not gonna get answers? You may not get answers, but you'll probably get what you always want every morning. 8 a.m. My wrists are ready. <laughs> fucking worst. <laughs> Cut to the kitchen where Emperor... Mama Palpatine is making mac and cheese for the kids. First you put in the cheese, then you put in the macaroni, and then you stir it. You stir it and it makes a weird noise. Mom? Oh, it's you. Yep, what's up? Uh, hey. You look like you're whipping up something real good. Well, you know, I, uh, I felt bad that you heard your father and I uh, fighting, and I thought I'd make you some mac and cheese, because uh, that's what mothers do, I'm told, is make their kids food. All right, I'm just going to cut to the chase. You know, I would never talk disrespectfully about a woman, but did you get around? Are you asking if I'm a slut? Well, I didn't want to use those words, Mom, but... <laughs> 
I heard you say the dad wasn't my dad, and I just want to know the truth because CP is keeping C3, C whatever the fuck his name is. He's really been pissing me off today, and I'm just fed up with the world right now. I'm still an ACT team, even though I have, I have a chisel. You're quite chiseled now, son. All right, sit down. I Let me tell you, you don't become the emperor of the Death Star and start building a new Death Star without, you know, sucking a few cocks on your way up. I mean, there's not a lot of strong women here. So uh, we just got to do what we got to do. And then you just kill them. You just kill them when you're done. So is Darth your dad? I mean, (laughs) yes. And we need to reprogram C-3PO. Is that enough answers for you? You seem like it's just not what you wanted to hear. Oh, you answer my questions, Mom. I think I think the real talk needs to be with Dad, but I'll do it later. I'm gonna go um, relieve myself with, with C, 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 whatever his name is. You know, for as a robot who is, has serviced you day in and day out for uh, nigh on 15 years, it's just a little bit disappointing that you still don't understand my name. However, I am programmed for only one thing, and that is to please you, sir. All right, we'll Shall get we? to Hey, Luke! Oh, my God! I was gonna see if you wanted to go to Jabba's place, but, uh, looks like... <laughs> You're like totally busy with the robot. Oh God, no! Hey, golly, see. Oh, would you, we could well, do a real girl and Would you like me to do two, two, both hands, sir? No, stop it, stop it. Stop it, now. Oh, I'll use my third hand. All right, all right, all right, all right. Time out. Oh, I'll clean that up, sir. It's fine. Close your eyes, folks, sister. Uh, get out of here. Yeah, get out Get out of here. Not I, will, I will leave. I will robot. leave. Uh, might I say... Job well done today, sir. That was that was your fastest time yet. Oh man. Oh my god. You're a disgusting human being. Ew. You wouldn't understand. You're not you're, you're not you're not going through what I'm going through. I'm a Jedi and sometimes well I'm trying to be a Jedi and I need to release. Okay, like, but C3PO is like not even the best robot. Come on, let's go to Jabba's and like drink a little, take a few drugs, and then we'll get you like a real chick or dude or robot, but like just not someone in the family. like tentacles and stuff that's hella cool it's different i mean what are you into are you into like like masks or bears or squid-like creatures like what Um, what is it i don't know i think i i I want something that's uh soft you know chewy ewok nino Oh, sorry. I I, I dropped my translator for a second. Yeah, I was just saying how adorable that little man boy was. Come to you. Yes. Uh, Oh my God. You. you. Hey, hey. 
Uh, hey, hey. Look at that. Look at that chiseled jawline of yours. Wow. You look real good. Yeah. Some people, uh, some people think that I'm a man boy, but I have, I do have a really nice chin. It's just came in. <laughs> I could, I mean, it looks like you wear it well. I didn't know it was brand new, but you look like you can rock it. Wow. Uh, what's your name? I'm Duke. 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 Yep. Interesting. I like that name. Uh, my name's. Oh. I, I dropped my translator again. I'm so sorry. I'm Tina. How are you? Oh, I, I'm a lot better now that I'm in your in your presence. I mean, I'm <laughs> just feeling lucky to be in yours. You just so you have a charisma, a power, almost a force to you that is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, runs in the family. Oh, okay, interesting. So you're one of those high society types living out in Coruscant or something? You know, I I, I live uh, I live somewhere like that. Me and my family, we're uh, we're we're pretty known around here. Mmm, royalty, huh? Oh yeah, I have a a, a faux. My sister's a faux prince. She's a princess, kind of, but nobody. Oh, is that really. is that her right there? She's a faux princess. Excuse me, I am a full princess, like. I'm hella princess. Thanks. Hey, hey, Duke, come here for a second. Come here. Yeah. What's up? Is she really a princess? Okay. So it's it's a long story, but yeah, she's kind of a princess. I mean, I don't ever get to get. No one ever really calls me a prince, but sometimes I get really upset about it. But it's no big deal because you know I let her have her shine because no one cares about her that much. Are you a prince? Hey. Yeah. If you wanna, I don't like to tell people that I'm a prince because. <laughs> You know how you know how other you know girls get, but not you, of course. But you know, just other other people. Wow. Okay. So can we ditch this faux princess and get up on this seven tentacles? Uh, 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 yeah. Let me just let me just talk to my sister really fast. Um, are you like totally gonna go home with the tentacle thing? I don't know. I'm. I think. I think we're really into each other, and uh, you just can't. Don't say anything to to mom or dad because I don't want them to worry or anything. But I don't know. This. I'm really. I'm really feeling there. I like totally won't say anything, and I'll leave the window open so you can sneak in later with your little star cruiser. And um. Oh my God! Get it, girl. Ooh, hey, hey, <clears throat> hey there, little boy. Where do you think you're going? You talking to talking to me? Us talking to me? Yeah, it's Uncle Lando here. I, I can't believe I bumped back into you in the old bar. Uh, you fuck. You don't want you don't want to go with home with that one. I'm telling you, she's gonna have hands in every orifice and every pocket you got. She's gonna steal everything you got, baby. Oh no, she's not one of those, Uncle. Uh, unfortunately, she is. She's one of the king pickpocket assassins in all of the galaxy. I told you, you gotta watch your back, little baby boy. Thought I picked a good one. No, 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 not this time. You know, it'll be a good pick coming back for a nice ride with Uncle Lando. Mm, I'll pass. I remember how the last time went. Uh, I think it's a bad choice on your part, baby. I think you should definitely get up in this car. It's a convertible. It's great for your floppy hair. Um, all right, but you can only take me home, Uncle Lando. Don't know no weird stuff. I, pro I promise. <laughs> 
I promise you I'm going to take you somewhere, baby. It may be home, it may be to the stars. Excuse me, you two. Jabba has asked you to come to the back room. Oh. Please hey, I'm going to... Fall- no, no, you're coming with us, too, uh, Lando. Okay, all right. Come on, we're going to go see Jabba. All right, we, we cut to Jabba's office in the back of the club. <laughs> oh, Jabba, I was just passing through. I'm so sorry. I didn't know uh, I didn't know this was your joint. I didn't know this was your club. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, who's the little boy? I mean, he's just a friend of mine. Nobody, nobody special whatsoever. <laughs> so he's asking you to he's asking you to come real close, right up, right up into his mouth area. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Make sure you eat that. Eat. Get real close in there and eat that. I'm sorry that I I, I came here. I didn't know that I was causing any problems. <clears throat> he said you were touching his favorite seven tentacle woman all over the place, and he's very upset about that, baby. Well. Sh- I don't want to say that she came on to me, but I just came here for a quick drink, you know, and and she 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 thought I was cute, and um, I don't think that it should be a big deal. That's my woman. Oh, that's a that's a new twist for Java. I don't usually share my voice with people, but that is my tentacle woman, and you. I'm gonna go to jail. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have a curfew. Jabba, 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 I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We did not mean to offend, baby. Uh, listen, first off, you, you seem a lot less threatening with your normal voice, so good choice on the deeper one. And secondly, we're gonna get the heck out of here right now, me and this little boy, and I guarantee you he's gonna have the night of his life. No, this time you're not going anywhere. Instead, what you're gonna do is you're gonna go and Lando, you're gonna stop being creepy and touching people's butts. I, <laughs> Whatever you say, baby, but you know, what happens in Gorson stays in Gorson, you know what I mean. Wait, did you ever say jail? You're going to jail. Thank you. I, I, I can't I can't go to jail. Wait, j- jail. Oh we cut we cut to jail. <laughs> we cut we cut to back to the same jail that Luke was in on the first planet. On prostitute planet. Wow. Uh, hey, what are you uh what are you here for? Oh here am I for bringing one vibrator to the for bringing one vibrator to planet, of course. Wow. I, so you got like what, twenty galactic years? Luke, desire, you dumbass. Yoda. Come back to help you. Oh, I didn't recognize you. This not ready you are, I could still see. <laughs> I had so many drinks and I've been so beat up. This has been the worst day ever. First, I thought dad wasn't my dad. Then I tried to go to the bar and then Uncle Lando had to save me from getting taken advantage of from some seven, seven armed beauty. And then Uncle Lando was trying to take me on a ride that turned into an, a, a job. 
I don't even know the words, but he stunk a lot. And I feel really bad about myself right now. I just need to pick me up. Tell me good words. Oh, only sadness can I bring. However, one ray of light in our sea of darkness I have. Okay, but what does that mean? Are you going to let me finish? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 500 years old. I might die any moment. So sorry. It feels real rude, if I'm honest. That was kind of taken aback, am I? I'm not even... can I go now, or you you let me know when you're ready? I'm ready. You must go and find your true calling back with your family in the Death Star. Oh, and one other note: stay away from the robot. It seems like it's a real sexual weirdness that's happening. Don't do that. Bad, bad for you and future relationships. It is. Oh, gotcha. All right. I'll, I'll always listen to everything that you say, Yoda, because you're the only stable person in my life. It's Sounds like you don't most times. I'm just saying, I'm going to go now. I might die. I no, love I love you too, Yoda. Why are you fading? I'm the one who fades away. Why are you fading away? Don't, why do you always steal my thunder? Make fun of me, you have many times. Say something else, I guarantee you. Say something else. Say another fucking word. I guarantee you, I'll whoop your ass. Go ahead. I'll find just... you. I love you. I love you too. Bye. We cut back to the Death Star. Luke somehow got out. Where have you been, Luke? I have stayed up all night. I made mac and cheese. I made some fucking cookies. I I haven't even finished building this fucking spaceship because I've been worried about you. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I realized that, you know, I'm not as grown up as I thought I was. This seems to be a lesson you're constantly having. Now your father's here. Hey, sorry, sorry I'm late. I just got back from a wild party last night. Bunch of Ewoks all over the place. Those guys can get down. Have you ever been to one of their parties? No, because I stay here and do my job. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry I wanted to go out and get some fresh air. I've been stuck in this. I've been, the I've been, ship keep, is half built. It's keep, fucking half built. You keep putting you me in all these damn Death it. Stars all the time. Oh, go to this Death Star. Go to the new Death Star. I'm like, uh, hey, I need a break, okay? Working you all the time. Guys, this is, this is exactly the problem. This is why I had to go and explore for a while because you're always fighting and last time you're fighting i really had a like a moment where i thought like maybe i wasn't a real part of the family like foe sister you don't give a fuck about her but we love you fuck that fucking useless female person what a waste what an absolute waste yeah if i would have known i had twins i would have fixed it instantly with the force i would have just right back to just one we don't like girls girls are bad i'm barely i'm not even a girl i don't even know what i am so she hasn't talked to another female character this whole time. But, but son, uh, we love you. We want you to stay here on the Death Star. You, you know, we will give you your whole own wing. We could give you a Luke wing of the Death Star. We'll put, we'll put like four C-3PO's in there. One for every fetish you have. You guys we'll... know about that? Sweetie, but I know everything. We, we, we have literally, we have a general just for the cleanup. As you know, we have yeah. generals for everything. We have one general, poor General Stademeyer. He just literally only cleans up your messes. I have to pay Congratulations to you, son. By the way, it's a plethora. As a as a as a proud father, I will say this. Oh boy, that's a lot of hoops. Don't encourage him. My dad. Oh, hey, Mama Palpatine, come here for a second. I think it is time for we for us to finally admit the truth. 
You have to tell him. I'm not going to tell him. I can't. I made mac and cheese and cookies. Um, okay. First off, you know your cookies are terrible, right? Like, can we all just admit that? Don't do the cookies anymore. Nobody wants them. Nobody eats them. Everyone says they're good. Nobody does. Everyone also said that my lemon bars were really good. Lemon bars. That's a joke. You're terrible at baking. You know this, right? Have you seen I your do, hands? I do it to, bur- to, to have morale boost. Everything is, over, everything is overcooked. Just laser beams coming out of your hands and frying all the food. It is terrible. I thought that's how you cook. No, no. That's not how you cook at all. Like a real cook uses fire and pans. You just throw all of the ingredients in the air and zap it with your hands and then say lemon bars. You don't even use lemon in the recipe. It's ridiculous. Why are you bringing this up now? Well, if I'm honest, because I've been making lemon bars for 25 galactic years. It's been a long 25, if I'm honest. So you're telling me nay Stormtrooper ate a fucking lemon bar? Oh no, they eat them. They eat them all the time and they are very angry. The, the, The complaint box is filled to the brim with your baking. They keep coming back saying, hey, first off, we are people. Please stop claiming that we are robots. And number two, they keep saying, no more lemon bars, please. We can't take any more. We lost a platoon last week off of your cookie crumble, whatever that was. You you threw uh, fried bread at us. It was ridiculous. Can you guys, um, I'm still here. Luke, we're having an adult conversation right now. Is your name even Luke anymore? Is it Duke? Did you change your name for funsies? You guys know about that? Again, we know everything. Yes, it's a goddamn Death Star. We know a whole bunch of shit about a whole bunch of shit. This is the goddamn problem with this kid. You know, this is your genes, by the way. This is your genes. It's not mine. Uh, so you're Can't not my dad? I'm so confused. All right, that's it. I'm that's sorry. it. All right, fine, 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 fine. Uh, Luke Duke, we are we are we're having problems in our relationship, and I apologize. Shouldn't be putting that on you. That's unfair. <sighs> However, I need you to understand something. You are my son, and you have, for the most part, been a bit of an embarrassment, and that is why I've been afraid to admit you are my son. I have millions of soldiers below me, and if they knew that you were my son, they would not feel good about taking orders from their supreme leader. You're embarrassed to me. I'm an embarrassment to this family. I mean... No, I don't want... No, no, no. We can't do that. We can't be this way anymore. We can't be evil to our to our child. Good, because you're said I was going to be a Jedi and the only way that I'm going to be able to do that is if I it, it, it is if I dad I think it's time for us to you know do the shit you know sometimes son you're extremely vague and in those moments it really pisses me off are you saying we should fight right now yeah let's get ready to rumble Wow, that happened really fast. Way faster than I thought it would. I thought I'd have time to prep. I beat you once at the America's Voice Talent Show. And now it is time for me to show you who's the real boss. Luke, Luke, I'm your mother-type figure. Throw these lemon bars at some point. They are rock hard. Hide them in your belt. Throw them. They'll knock them out. Right. I ain't scared of you, you little bitch. Where's your C-3PO now? (laughs) Ready. Yeah, I didn't, like, I don't want to have to do this, but I know you can be a better person. You sure about that? (laughs) I love my life. All right, I'm going to swing now. 
That was a move I've never seen before, son. What did, where did you learn that? I dreamt it. Uh, it was a crazy dream I had uh, about me, and uh, never, that's not important. Wow. Even in that one move, that one absolutely powerful move, I've been shaken to my core. Wow. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean I. I just wanted to become a oh, Jedi. And there I just you go, being a little bitch again. God damn it. You know what? Back to fighting. Let's go. I'm not going to stop until you stop apologizing. <sighs> oh, no. All right. I'm coming in with another swing. Uh, oh, Lord. You know, you would think with all of the warning you're giving me that I would be prepared for any swing, but I am still unprepared every time. <sighs> There, you be big bad dad. Take that. I am humbled by you, son. Oh, dad, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I just want the best for us in our relationship. Your 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 glow up is complete, son. You're officially a man. Why are you talking so slow? Well, you whooped my you whooped my candy ass uh, with two powerful swings. It was impressive. Am I am I a, a Jedi? Son, I'm so sorry. I should have told you this sooner. You can be whatever you want to be. Jedi, Sith, they are just words. You. Ouch, you really hurt me on that last swing, by the way. That really, that got I'm me. So, I'm so sorry, Dad. I just, Shocker. I don't know. Wow, well. Impressive, thanks. impressive. Uh, you could be whatever you want to be. Ask your mother. Oh, uh, ballerina, astronaut, whatever you want, son. Uh, you shoot for the stars. You'll land, or shoot for the moon. You'll land amongst the death stars. Oh my God! Wow, God, this is why. This is what we get out of our emperor. Awesome. I make decisions all day long. I don't have the brain space at the Do end you? of the workday. Do you? Do you just go around saying, "Hey, ballerina. Hey, you know, astronaut. Hey, stars, moon." I'm trying to give our son options options for his future Good you gave guy, him an option guy, to become a moon? librarian you gave if him an option wants, to become a star if he wants to he can't he become can. he's a human being he can't become a star well you know what guys despite your fighting i still love you guys uh, and you, you know, always make me make him see us fight you know that that's on you again that's on you that's number two i realize you guys probably just need counseling and it's okay because a lot of families need counseling you know, that's oh, my I'm... son. That's my son. He's smart. That's a smart son. I'm willing to go to counseling. Are you willing to go to counseling? It's taking you a very long time to make that decision. You're asking. You and me, we go to counseling, we get the help we need, and the Death Star will just run so well. Oh, uh, I don't want to do anything that you don't want to do, my love. Don't. So I do want to do it, so you do want to do it. I don't want no. to do anything you don't want to do. See, don't. these are the minds that I need a therapist to help me figure out. Listen, I want to go to therapy. Mind trick, mind trick, mind trick. You want to go to therapy. Absolutely. Right after me, Uncle Lando, and Luke go back to Prostitute Island Planet. Mind trick, mind trick, mind trick, mind trick, mind trick, mind trick. Who are you? Oh, I'm just saying mind trick to ensure that you are convinced to go, allow me to go to Planet Pleasure Town, USA, Prostitute Planet. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. What's happening? Oh no, Luke. Uh, you guess that? I think I over mind tricked your mother. Yeehaw. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Uh, what is this place? This place is pretty sparkly and nice. Well, um, you think she'd care if we did the rest of the cocaine? Do you want to do some blow? 
Uh-huh. Yeah! <laughs> oh, I can't believe we keep coming through the cocaine. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving the crack. <laughs> I'm doing that crack. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Tony, go ahead and unmute yourself real quick. Hello again. <laughs> I can't believe we got it. There it is. The full saga is complete. Keisha, are you okay? Um, oh, yeah. My eyes has been doing some weird things. <laughs> but that wasn't really emotional. You know, it's been a long, a long time coming with the Star Wars. And- Glad to put it to sleep. Oh, my gosh. Virginia, how are you? I'm really hungry. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> Got it. Okay. That's that's Virginia's way of saying, let's finish this fucking show fast. <laughs> Tony, last thoughts. What do you think of the improv? Just curious. Oh, man. I was just thinking so many plot twists. I had no idea that the emperor was Luke. Is this canon? Like, is this, it is canon. this with Luke? Official, wow. yeah. And that's and that Luke's been molested all these years by C-3PO. I mean, it was right under my nose the whole time. I can't believe I never saw it. it yeah, so and Uncle sense. Lando. Poor, poor Luke. <laughs> poor Luke is just too beautiful to be untouched. By the way, if like Rebels or there's going to be more Rebels cartoons or more Star Wars cartoons on Disney, I, I really think you should do the Lando voice. You need to apply and... Um, ah, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it. That means the world um, to me. It's my favorite But everybody was awesome this was this was hilarious i was cracking up i kept trying to suppress my laughter thinking like oh i don't want to interrupt i hate dumbass you're muted it's okay so (laughs) so if you saw me over here like this i was like trying to suppress it thinking like i don't want to be heard so anyway great job that was that was amazing (laughs) oh my gosh oh my god well we are done with star wars prequels you can fuck the fuck (laughs) off unless of course (laughs) unless of course the audience really wants us to and then of course we will why because i'll do anything for attention and i'll force these two people to do it with me (laughs) so thanks again to our very special very first guest yay tony i can't believe you made it all the way through this give it up for tony he's been amazing what a what a what a oh love you so much and it was so great to have you on and you really did give us such great info even watching the movie there's so much you knew it was awesome it was fun to listen to please check us out on itunes spotify uh i promise we're gonna do all the other stuff also, follow us on Instagram at Theater Greater Than Film and join our Facebook page for all the fun times. Just look up Theater Greater Than Film. It's all TGTF all freaking day. Uh, until next week, when we go back in time once again and watch Days and Confused. Finally, a movie I haven't seen. I know, it's exciting. I haven't seen this movie, so it'll be a little interesting. It's Virginia's favorite. <laughs> Not really, but it's Virginia's choice this time, so we're so happy to do it because it's only basically been me, and I'm so sorry. That's our I'm the worst. And I'm prepared for you to ruin my childhood. So. Yes, childhoods go to hell. Sorry. Uh, all right. Any last words? Any last thoughts? Just Bye, thank you, Tony. For me. That was it was fun. fun. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Tony. Okay. And we are done. Ooh, ooh. Chucha, papacha, tobocha.